Hello. Hello. Hi. Welcome, everyone, <laughs> to another episode of Tacos and Tequila. I'm Peyton. I'm Sydney. I'm Shay. <laughs> we have a special guest. Yes. Shay is part of the Crime and Cryptids podcast. Mm-hmm. And Shay, do you want to tell us a little bit about you, your podcast, things like that? Yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of in the same vein as your guys's. I love your guys's podcast. I keep listening to the episodes. Um, and it's kind of similar where it's just super tangential. We just ramble, but try to keep it concise, you know. Um, and we tend not to go super into detail just because, I mean, I was telling you guys earlier, my sister, who's my co-host, Sam, is a mom. And so she's like, ooh, I don't want to imagine any of this. I'm like, okay, sis, I guess we won't go super in detail. So if you Meanwhile, have- Sydney and I are googling pictures of decomposing bodies and sending <laughs> each other pictures we have it's a great time <laughs> you know what's so traumatic is one time I did um I think it was like episode four was Jody Arias and I accidentally found the picture of Travis after um you know po- yes. Ooh, and that slippage sis I was like oh my god all right thank you that was the first dead body I've ever seen in my life I'm almost <laughs> 30 and it took me this long and you know what probably not any less traumatizing than it would have been at any other time (laughs) oh for sure absolutely yeah Yeah. well I'm a big fan of your guys podcast I was telling Sydney I started listening um most recent episodes first I know like for at least Sydney and I (laughs) we always tell people if they start listening okay skip like the first like four episodes or if you want to listen Listen to the more recent ones first because we get better. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. You get your strut. That's what I do when I listen to new podcasts, too, is I'm like, you know, at about episode 20 was when I got comfortable. I think we're 23 episodes in was the most recent one we posted. So it was like, okay, I'll just start there. And so with ours, I started with a different host, but it ended up just being kind of, um, a little overwhelming for him where he was at in life. Uh, so I ended up having to swap hosts. So I have what I called season one, which is just like the first 10 episodes. And then anything after that's the current permanent host. So, woo. Well, that's exciting. You got to yeah. try a little bit of different things out. Shay, where are you located? Like what state are you in? Mm, I'm in Arizona and it's super duper hot at all times. Oh my oh. God. I couldn't uh-huh. remember. So, yeah, I'm in <laughs> Michigan and Sydney's in Wisconsin. <laughs> Dude, I knew I recognized that accent. What part of Michigan are you from? Uh, the metro Detroit area. Oh, I was from Waterford. Oh, okay. What? I'm, in, I'm in Farmington Hills. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Dude. Oh, fun. Na- okay. We neighbors. Kindred this is so spirit. exciting. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, girl, you sound exactly like my friends back home. So I'm getting a little homesick. Thank you. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) It's okay. It's fun. (laughs) Well, we have a different setup we're going to do today. We're actually, Sydney and I are going to let Shay tell us a story. And we're just going to kind of listen and comment and join in. And I think it'll be fun. I'm super excited. 
super and, excited too. And Cindy and I don't know what the case is or what we're yes. what we're covering, so we're really excited. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of panicked too right before we recorded. I was like, I just realized this isn't a crime. This is, I guess, a cryptid. I'm not sure how you'd want to classify it's a demon. So, yeah. I love this even more. I'm so excited. Oh, it's so spooky. When I was doing research for it, I swear to you, either I was just being hypersensitive and crazy and paranoid or some stuff started popping off around my house. So, you know, yeah, sorry. I'm just (laughs) bringing demons into this. My bad. Okay. Well, I guess I got to prepare myself. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Get your sage. Get your sauna ready. (laughs) I was literally thinking, do we have any sage around here? I got to go find some. (laughs) Yeah. It might not be a bad idea. Although, you know, in tiny rooms where there's no AC, maybe we shouldn't sage ourselves. Or maybe door door dash sage to my house right now. (laughs) You might be able to. Is that a thing? Do they have that at like the gas station? Like (laughs) to me, asking for myself. It's homegrown sage. It's local. It's fine. It's (laughs) good for the economy. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say if you want to take it away, we'll let you tell the story. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So this one. I was inspired because I saw a really shitty movie and I was like, hmm, this seems like fun. Do you guys know about Dybbuk boxes? Oh my God, yes. Yes. Don't. I have no idea. Should I? (laughs) Uh, It's, you're gonna, don't worry. (laughs) By the end of this, you can say yes. (laughs) Just a little side note. And Sydney, you're gonna laugh when you hear this. My boyfriend is Jewish. And so... The whole basis of this story is like, or what Dybbuk's are, are, is like Jewish based. And I never knew that. I've heard things about them. And then I never knew it until it got brought up in a conversation once. Everything's got to go back to fucking Jacob. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was actually his brother and I that had the conversation more. He just stood there. <laughs> Man. <laughs> he was okay. I'll let you the tell room. the story though. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so luckily, all right, now I'm scared because I was going to do a little backstory about, oh, how it is in the Jewish religion and all that, and I'm like, oh my god, please don't let, what, Jacob hear me? Being like, <laughs> um, no, bitch, you are so wrong, that is not it. Honestly, <gasps> he probably doesn't know very much about it either, so like, <laughs> no, I'm here for it. <laughs> Good, this is a learning experience for all of us then. <laughs> okay. So I have my basic definition of what a Dybbuk is. So in Jewish mythology, uh, Dybbuk is basically means adhere or cling. So it's a demon that will cling to you. Um, and it'll basically possess the dislocated soul of a dead person. So essentially, if you die and you wind up in a state of kind of purgatory and you're in limbo, if a Dybbuk sees you just wandering the plains, he'll just grip onto you and then find a host body so that he can get stronger off of your spirit and your essence. It's horrible. Dang. Yeah. It's not great. I don't don't like any of that. (laughs) Yeah. Don't love it. I, that's off the bat. I was like, "Mm, hard swerve. Thank you so much. Um, it also comes from the Hebrew word evil act of sticking and it's a nominal form derived from the verb adhere to cling. Long story short, like I said, it's basically a spirit that 
had sinned in life and it seeks out a human host as a safe haven while being attached to a ghost. It's so it's like the third degree of hauntings. It's awful. So a little history. We've got some background here. So they've been around since um, the 16th century. That's kind of when they started getting documented. But it was popular popularized after S. Ansky's play, Dybbuk. So there were earlier accounts of possession, such as given by Josephus. And they originally thought that they were demonic possessions rather than ghosts. Uh, And then the accounts advocated orthodoxy among the populace as a preventative measure. So basically, if you got, um, you became an Orthodox Jew, that kind of protects you. And it's like a save my ass situation. So, I mean, I guess there's an out, which is nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need sage. We just need to get Orthodoxed indoctrinated i don't know i don't know the word (laughs) uh sage sounds quicker (laughs) yes (laughs) a lot less studying of the torah i imagine uh yes they live the orthodox live a strict life (laughs) do they really yes (laughs) oh shows how much i know i just know about the demon side i don't know about the dedication listen i've got i got a one up that's that's all I know. I, anything I know comes from him, okay? <laughs> Good. Do it. Yes. You know what? Maybe you can be a co-co-host or something. <laughs> Save my ass. <laughs> <laughs> so the Jewish, Jewish folks believed that you could invite a Dybbuk into your home by poorly creating a mezuzah, which is a piece of parchment called a claf contained in a decorative case and inscribed with specific Hebrew verses from the Torah. Or if you doubted Moses crossing the, of the Red Sea, which, yeah, we have a not super in our house. <gasps> you do? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I... Okay, so the, I didn't know any of this. So this is like really educating to me. I didn't even know what the fuck the mezuzah was when I moved in and are like started coming over. I think it was after I moved in, I finally asked, like, what the fuck is that thing on your door frame? <laughs> and like, I was like, your mom has one and by her door, like right next to her door, your grandma has one in her door frame. Like, what is it? And that's like, it's just this decorative thing with like engraved with Jewish or Hebrew prayers. And it's supposed to protect you from things like this. AKA, I'm trying to keep the demons out. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I'm so excited. A I bunch got a of one up on focus. you, Sydney. I got a one up on you because I already have a mezuzah here. Bunch of fucking hocus pocus. I am <laughs> fucked, okay? I am never leaving the closet, guys. I'm going to be in here for the rest of my fucking life. That is your new home. It's fine. Hotbox yourself with some sage. You'll be good. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Well, you have a built in security net, and I'm real jealous over it. Um, so Dybbuk so I'm so jealous, dude. <laughs> Although I feel it might make it a little creepier once you kind of so this is just the background, but we're gonna get into the Dybbuk box, and I actually have a personal experience with it. Thank you, Zach Baggins Museum. So Oh my god. We'll yes. Yeah. I can't Sydney and I will I both. I'm sure Sydney just got so excited too. <laughs> I did. My ears want to go up. to this museum so bad. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's so cool. Oh, my gosh. Road trip. Let's go, squad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm done interrupting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Uh, okay. So Dybbuk's are usually male demons, and they typically do possess women reportedly on the eve of their wedding. So look out, Peyton. <laughs> so like, what you're telling me is even this mezuzah won't stop and protect me. And I no, can't no. stay in this home. Okay, got it. <laughs> I mean, well, you the can, night of my wedding. You're, you're you don't want good. that ring. <laughs> I know. It's like, how important is that diving to you right now? Jacob, you don't want it. I do still <laughs> want that ring. <laughs> you don't want it. It's a trap. <laughs> Suddenly deleting your wedding Pinterest boards. He's like, what's going on? Nothing. <laughs> um. Okay. Sweet. So don't get married. Okay. Long story short. Um, if you do, I guess, carry a mezuzah around featuring sage um, and a box in which to catch your Dybbuk. So Dybbuk will enter through her the uh, woman's vagina as an illustration of the doctrine of opposites. So it's not super classy. But yeah, I just thought that was insane that they would enter through, you know, the vagina as that sort of domineering last hoorah fuck you. So I just thought that was super interesting to put in. It's also very invasive. <laughs> Not yeah. only are you already entering my body, that's where you're entering. That's weird. Yeah. I feel can't... uncomfortable. <laughs> of all the entrances, of all the places you could attach to. Yeah, I have so many holes. We can't pick one that's not, you know, that hole. Right? Go up my nose. I'll snort you like Coke. I don't care. But not (laughs) there. (laughs) (laughs) So, I have a quote from Wikipedia, apparently. My God. Uh, Oh, yeah. So, I quoted this because I couldn't find a really good way to verbalize this as effectively as weirdly wikipedia did so just buckle up i guess uh quote there are other there are other forms of soul transmigration in Jew- jewish mythology in contrast to the dybbuk the iber which means impregnation is a positive possession which happens when a righteous soul temporarily possesses a body this is always done with consent so that the soul can perform a mitzvah the giggle Hebrew, literally meaning rolling, puts forth the idea that a soul must live through many lives before it gains the wisdom to rejoin with God. Unquote. Thank you, Wikipedia. That's crazy. I know. I think it's kind of cute. It lends credence to that whole um, multiple lives, reincarnation, all that hocus pocus spooky shit that I love so much. It's like really interesting, too, because... I recently learned the Jewish faith does not believe in hell. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Wait, what? Yeah. So like, I'm very confused where the demons come from. Huh? I don't know if this is correct. Please hold. They come from a bar mitzvah. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say they come from a land down under and I was really about to be thriving. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they believe in a hell, but it's it's not like how Christians or Catholics think of hell. It's not a punishment in oh. like the normal sense. It's usually translated as hell, but a better translation would be the sup- supernal washing machine. 
I thought you were going to say the soup kitchen. I was like, (laughs) That sounds So it's like a giant. (laughs) That's literally what I heard. (laughs) Okay, so they do believe in some. They don't believe in eternal damnation. That's what they. It's like in Christian Catholicism, it's like Mm -hmm. you go to hell for all of eternity. They don't believe in that. Do you get to repent and get washing machines like clear of your <laughs> sins and then move up a level or do you know i guess that's what, yeah that's you, like what it you says you just get air dried and you're left outside <laughs> <laughs> it's exact it says it's exactly how it works the way our souls cleanse is similar to the way our clothes are cleansed in a washing machine huh. with tide got it love it so you go through cycles to be like cleansed before you make your way to heaven. That's okay. So I guess that kind of makes sense too. Then when it says that we must roll through many lives before we gain the wisdom to rejoin with God, huh? This is turning really spiritual. Well, I guess okay, spirit Stevens, whatever. But that's so fun. Well, yeah. not really, but well, <laughs> it's educational. <laughs> I was like, mm, okay, Shayla, maybe get your foot <laughs> out of your mouth, but kind of where it lives. Sorry. <laughs> um. Anyway, God's washing machine. That's so fun. Uh, <laughs> so for a long time, even outside of Jewish folklore, it was believed that naturally mental illnesses were caused by demons. <sighs> okay, it's fine. I'm possessed by so many demons then. Um, (laughs) right. They're my friends. It's fine. They've pretty much just like camped in my body forever. So (laughs) I'm really familiar. Um, let me see. So mental illness equals demons. Apparently in theory, the Dybbuk would take over a human host in Jewish folklore. And the only cure was an exorcism, which was performed by 10, specifically 10 men all purified by fasting and ritual immersion. I don't know how long they had to fast for. I could not find that, but that's how they're cleansed, I guess. And then the men would dress in white clothes that belonged to a a buried corpse. I forgot about that part. Uh, And then the heads and arms were bound with sacred parchment worn in daily prayer, and they were covered in prayer shawls. The main exorcist will directly address the Dybbuk, ignoring the soul that it leached itself to, and call out all the shitty Dybbuk behavior from its lifetime, as well as threaten the demon. So it basically just makes you face your sins. And that poor soul that it attached to is just third wheel in it. That is so sad. Uh, yeah. (laughs) He's just straight up. (laughs) Traumatizing. Right? He's like, listen, I was just trying to go to heaven, but uh, all right, I guess just gonna hang out here and mind my business (laughs) right oh my god that's hilarious I mean it's not it's really sad but the mental image got me (laughs) (laughs) uh okay I have another quote this one's by Dr. Harry Friedman's book the Kabbalah oh god sorry I know I mispronounced that the Kabbalah secrecy scandal and the soul quote With the Dybbuk fully cognizant of the trouble it was in and the appeals to its better nature concluded, the Ark of the Synagogue containing the scrolls of the Torah was opened. 
Seven scrolls were removed, seven blasts were blown on seven ram's horns, and seven black candles lit. Curses were proclaimed, incantations recited, and seven seven different combinations of the 42-level... Wow. 42-letter name of God pronounced. That's so interesting. Sorry, unquote. That's so interesting, though. It sounds... this. I'm not trying to be rude or obnoxious, but it really sounds very like Sabrina the Teenage Witch Netflix edition to me. Yes. A lot more ritual than I expected. Yeah, that's kind of wild. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it coming. It sounds very Black Sacrament. So I think you have a lot to talk to your boyfriend about, Peyton, because we're going to have to loop back to this because I am fascinated. He listens to all the episodes, too. So once he listens, I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about. Oh my god, I feel like that girl is so dumb. <laughs> no, I mean, I didn't know most of this anyways. Like, you said that, Mazuza, and that's why I got so excited. I was like, hey, <laughs> I know what that is. <laughs> and I'm I didn't even know, I, rem- I didn't even remember the name for it. I just, when you were describing it, I was like, I have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> no divics in my house, bitch. <laughs> that's so fun. I'm really glad that you knew. Because I had no idea. <laughs> so, like, the Dybbuk box. hmm That's, like, yes. the box is, like, something it clings to. hmm So, that was actually my next point. Dude, thank you. Great segue. Oh, we love that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was perfect. Because I was like, um, now the Dybbuk box. Woo. So... Zach Baggins has one of these in his museum. It's scary as fuck because, like I said, I you're not supposed to look at it. And so what did I do? I went, oh, okay, great. Let's make direct eye contact. Um, <laughs> so he decided to open this Pandora's box of just, like, unadulterated chaos during one of his four-hour ghost adventure quarantine series, which I watched, and it was chaotic as hell. So... He opened the box. Did you guys watch that, by the way? That um, Ghost Adventures Quarantine? I did not. Mm. I didn't either. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's, okay, so, sorry, but the second episode's total trash. But the first one is so good, and the last two are really good. So, just, I don't know, skip number two, I guess. That one has really nothing going on, but, so good. I'm obsessed. So he opened the box and he captures a mist that surrounded it. And he said, quote, I wasn't attacked. I wasn't harmed. I just felt something. I felt power to it. To me, it felt good. I can't. Er, whoop. I believe that this doesn't affect me as bad as it affects others around it because it knows that I am its owner. It was a rush. I just felt a warmth through my body. I don't know if it feels like I was crossing over or something. It was an influence that it had on me. It was like feeling kind of like I was in the demon house, uh, which uh, scary and terrifying, but there's a sense of awkward enjoyment out of it. I guess it's hard to explain. I'm a weird guy, unquote. Oh my God. <laughs> He's such a quirky girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he has such pick-me energy. I'm sorry. I'm not here to bully Zach Baggins, but I'm going to bully him a little bit. Honestly, I think Sydney and I kind of do a little bit too. So <laughs> he needs a healthy. Yeah. 
I'll be humbling every once in a while, I feel. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> he it's really funny because at his tour too, he has little recordings of himself at the beginning of like four or five different, I guess, exhibits for lack of a better word. And I'm like, oh my God, Zachary, calm down. He's <laughs> a voiceover would suffice, but it's like this five minute fucking epilogue every single time. And I'm like, bro, I just want to get to the demons. But no. <laughs> <laughs> and I also died at the part where he goes, I don't believe that it affects me as bad as it affects others around me because boy, that is such pick me ass energy. Zachary, get it together. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, oh, so I guess earlier I mentioned that I had been inspired by a shitty movie that I saw. It was the movie, The Possession. It wasn't good, but I loved it. <laughs> So as we've been sitting here, I was like, I feel like there's something like a movie. And that's I've definitely seen that movie, too. Oh, my God. It's so trash. But, you know, it's like Twilight trash to me where Twilight, I recognize fully that it's stupid, but I love it. I and I've got a shame. love Twilight. <laughs> I got a beef with both of y'all. <gasps> I what? love I was a Harry Kate Potter nerd. It. Okay, listen. I was a Harry <laughs> Potter nerd. They started competing with Harry Potter in the box office. So, obviously, <laughs> my loyalty forever has to stay with Harry Potter. Oh, uh, was mad <laughs> because she didn't like Edward Cullen. <laughs> I liked when he it's, was in Harry Potter ass. and he died. He's so beautiful. He is such a gem, literally, in Twilight. He's a little sparkling <laughs> diamond, and I love him for it. <laughs> sparkle, guys. <gasps> so, fun fact. Way back. Okay, I don't... I know that this is, like, tangential as hell, but... So, apparently, one of the original iterations of Vampires did sparkle. It was written by a female author. I can't remember her name. But that's where Stephanie Meyer got it from, was because the OG... Vampires sparkled. I don't know why. I didn't look into it deeper than that. And I could be full of full of crap. Who knows? But that's what I read on the internet. And we all know the internet's always bright. So. It is. Fun fact. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm going to have to look into this. Yeah. It's wild. And then. Please... Now I'm really stressed because I feel like <laughs> that's a basis off Anne Rice. She, she wrote the original, like, interview with the vampire. <gasps> The Vampire Lestat and Queen of the Damned. Oh, yeah. But she, like, ripped Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> she was not a fan. <gasps> oh. <laughs> wow, there's just, like, beef in beef in beef with this. Holy shit. That's that's another preference. I am an Anne Rice fan. <laughs> and I read, like, the original <laughs> Vampire books. I don't know nothing about nothing. And Nosferatu, <laughs> come on, Nosferatu didn't sparkle. Nosferatu is king, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> All I think of is SpongeBob, that <laughs> stupid hashlinging slasher episode. Nosferatu, <laughs> the hashlinging slasher. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny just watching your mic randomly go on, Sydney, because I just see the little mute come off and I'm like, ooh, something's coming. I'm so excited. <laughs> Just complete nonsense. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, you know, the closet goblin nonsense is life, though. I'm having a great time with it. Mm, oh, that's it. Sorry. <laughs> that was so anticlimactic. I kept scrolling, and I'm like, and scene, I guess. Cause... No, it's okay. I do have something to add. So I have heard the Dybbuk Box story before. And so, like, the one that Zach Baggins has in his... Um, museum well there's mm-hmm. two of them I think right I only saw one there might be two I only know of the wine cabinet one yeah so I think the wine cabinet one the basis of it was like this crazy story where this guy was like trying to sell it on eBay and stuff like almost 20 years ago <laughs> 15 years yeah. ago okay but supposedly it survived but like a whole it was like a holocaust survivors box yep and there were pieces and of her like, hair. And, yeah, what? and, like, her family, when she died, her family, like, put it to the curb and, like, mm-hmm. sold it in, like, a state thing. And, like, this guy just randomly picked it up and tried to, like, you know, give it as a gift because he thought it looked nice. You know, it was, like, a super old-looking cabinet. And then, like, everyone he gave it to was, like, take this shit back. Well, that's, like, with the, the possession or whatever, it wasn't that how the like it was like at an estate sale or whatever and the kid wanted it yeah so that's actually what happened it was in 2003 in oregon the it was a guy named kevin manis he had gotten it from a yard yard sale from a local attorney and basically began just trying to figure out like the backstory of it because everyone was getting hurt left right and center ever since that little box came into his life but Yeah, I guess he was trying to buy it to give to his mom, and that was not super chill, apparently, as it turns out. Hmm. So Mm -hmm. then are they always just, like, boxes or, like, I guess, is that a dumb question? Or is it just, is it always, like, some sort of, like, box item? Like, I don't know the right word I want to say. Like, I'm I'm picturing, like, a jewelry (laughs) box, I guess, in my head. Yeah, no, that's, dude, that's so not a dumb question. Yeah, so basically, from what I understand, um, they'll use the box to capture the demon. So once they expel it from the body, um, you have to have something of yourself. So like a strand of hair, a chunk of hair, or, you know, um, a ring or something that's super important and special to you. And you put it in the box and then the Dybbuk stays in the box with it. So long as you don't open it, unlike these people who opened the friggin' Divic box. And yeah, that's why everything popped off so quickly is because they were just curious and opened it. And that was a no-go, apparently. So it's like oh. a form of, like, trapping the demon. hmm Yep. And, dude, you can buy them on eBay. <laughs> I was looking what? them up. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I mean... I don't want I don't... that. Nope. And... Okay, so some of them had really fun stories. I saved them, actually, because I wanted to look through them further. Um, But they have hilarious... Well, it's funnier from a third-person perspective, but hilarious stories of, like, what happened when they got the box, why they decided to open the box, and um, there was a video. All right, so one of them had a video on it. Um, And then I saw that movie, The Possession, and they straight up ripped off a scene from The Possession. So I was pretty disappointed to make that connection. (laughs) Yeah, I can't help here because I've never seen The Possession. Mm. I stay away from paranormal movies. They freak me out. Really? 
Uh, yeah. So, and this probably links. I grew up in like Catholic school and Catholic church oh. and all that stuff. So, like, I get really freaked out with paranormal and like religious stuff. So, I usually don't mess with any of that because I'm like, oh, this is creepy. Um, <laughs> but like, all the blood and gore in the world is great. Like, I was like 12 watching <laughs> spawn movies. Uh, so I can deal with that no problem, which is probably why Sydney and I, well, at least I, in our combination, had no problem looking yeah. at, like, messed up pictures. <laughs> that I'm good with, but, like, the second someone, like, starts contorting their body, I'm like, okay, Ooh. I'm gonna close my eyes and plug my ear holes. Like, I don't want to hear <laughs> or see it. Um, I don't blame you, because, you know, I feel like, at least with serial killers and stuff, and you know, murderers, burglars, whatever, you have some level of control, even if they, like, scare you in the middle of the night and you wake up and try to fight back and, unfortunately, you can't. There's at least that um, sense of control, I guess. But if it's, you know, a demon or a ghost, what are you going to do? Like, How am I supposed to stop a ghost? Yeah, exactly. This is literally you my call point, Sydney, every time. Every time, Sydney, you can't stop a ghost or a demon. <laughs> you call Ghostbusters. Are you kidding? Like, you can't call 911 and be like, for like, a, a 333 and be like, hello, is this you a fucking church? Could. I need some holy water. Get down I here. Mean, you could call they the police. They don't even really perform exorcisms anymore. Like, what? I would call the police, honestly. I mean, right now, I could call the police and the police aren't coming. But on a normal day, I could call the police. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you could call the police on a demon. You'd probably wind up on some sort of, like, you know, grippy sock vacation for a little bit. But then you would get away from the demon. So, yay. Well, I learned a lot, man. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot my story time, guys. My bad. Yes. Just tell us your personal experience with this. <laughs> I'm stressed. Uh, it was pretty bad. So here's the thing. Um, it could have been that or it could have been Peggy the doll, which I'm only gonna say her name once because Jesus Christ. Do you guys listen to that podcast and that's why we drink? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I've also listened to a couple episodes. (laughs) Uh, I'm obsessed. So there's an episode. Yeah, it's so good. Did you listen to the Peggy the Doll episode? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So for that reason, I will only say it twice, apparently, because that just occurred to me. Um, Otherwise, yeah, I'm going to steal M's PTD. So that way I don't curse everybody. Yay. Uh, All right. So... Obviously, there's the Divic box. Obviously, PTD exists there. So it could have been either of them that caused this. And I'm so superstitious that I totally believe it. Um, But so in the Divic box room and in the PTD room, there's always a um, spirit box going. So basically, the Divic box is in the middle of the room. And you walk around the outside. And they're like, you can look at it. It's not suggested, but you can. And I was like, okay, bet. Great. I'm going to. And so I looked right at it like a dumbass. Um, same thing with PTD. There's that uh, spirit box going at all times. And it was so scary, though, because she gives like legitimate responses <laughs> that make sense 
And one of the women on the tour even said, you're so beautiful. And she said, I know. (laughs) Oh, my God. Dude, PTD is not here for games. She's here for compliments and her ego. That's very, very creepy. Mm Mm-hmm. It was awful. (laughs) So, but I guess they recommended that you say that, too. They're like, okay, you have to say hi. If you don't say hi, bad juju, my guy. So, you have to say hi. And it's pretty good to give her a compliment, which, yeah, everyone was going through and complimenting her. And she straight up answered. It was wild. But, so that's fine. Whatever. Went to the museum, saw all the things to see, stared at a Dybbuk box like a dumbass. And after we left, I was, we were riding home because Vegas is like six hours from Arizona. It's not bad. So we just made a day of it. So we're driving home and I told my husband, I was like, dude, I don't feel great. And he's like, yeah, me either. And I'm like, oh God. And he's not super perceptive of stuff like that. So, you know, him saying, I don't feel good either. I was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. So we get home and immediately I light my car on fire on accident. <laughs> oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yep. What? It, <laughs> I was trying to jumpstart it. And to be fair, I did put the cable in the wrong spot like a total dumbass. But <laughs> it caught on fire. <laughs> I am That's dead. insane. Yeah. I didn't know that could happen. And then, let me see, it was, you know, just like the typical lights turning on and off randomly. We have those strip lights all around our house, like every fucking Gen Z TikToker because, you know, ambiance. So we have them all around and on the underside of our stairs, which are um, like the floating stairs. So those would randomly turn on and off. Uh, Randomly, like, our alarm clocks would be, like, set to the wrong time. And I'm like, "Mm, okay, that's fun for me. Uh, It it was just stupid little things like that, you know? And that feeling that someone's always watching you, seeing random glimpses of, like, reflections. It was not a good time. 10 out of 10 would not recommend making eye contact with either of those. So... Don't do that. It's really fucked because if we ghost it, I'm totally looking directly <laughs> at them. Probably same, and then they're gonna make a pos- the possession two based off of me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Robert the Doll thing. Mhm. Sydney, we have friends going to Key West this uh, week, next week. Lauren and Rob are spending Thanksgiving in Key West. And I was they gonna are, say, who are my friends? <laughs> and they said that they are going to. Go visit Robert the doll for us. Lauren's not about it. Lauren's not about it, but Rob's like, we have to fucking go. (laughs) And I was like, I told them not to insult him because they would leave feeling like this or like die. (laughs) Yeah. Get like ran on your motorcycle. Yeah. Like that story. That's crazy. (laughs) It's so scary. And obviously, I mean, the more energy you put into it, it's just, you know, a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's awful. So, like, you can't even be fucking scared of it. You just have to, like, knuckle up and hope for the best. So yeah, that, that's... Have, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, have have all of the things gone away now? Or do you still have flickering lights? Um, It's intermittent. I mean, okay, this sounds really, like... Gigi, stupid, whatever, but 
it's kind of been a lifelong thing, which is why we created our podcast is because I'm like obsessed with both crime and cryptids. So it it still happens, but it doesn't feel like the same energy, I guess, without sounding too fruity. I don't know. But yeah, there's still stuff, but I'm not sure if it's the same or not, you know? That's fair. Yeah. (laughs) But I still like very stressed about this. So I'm sorry (laughs) for my short answer. I'm just really trying to comprehend what's going to happen to me when I fuck up and look at it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that it's a when to your confidence behind the like impending fuck up is phenomenal. In approximately six months. Yeah, in approximately <laughs> six months when we go to Vegas <laughs> again. <laughs> That's what it's going to happen. and I are already planning. I'm literally looking at my, my whiteboard above me here, like right on the wall next to me, that says April 26th through May 2nd, going to Vegas. And I'm like, cool, just looking at this, <laughs> knowing it's going to happen. <laughs> Peyton verse PTD. <laughs> April 26th through May 2nd <laughs> She's going to be vacationing with you It's going to be a girls weekend <laughs> Oh fuck me Sydney remember when I told you about her And was like just don't google pictures of her And you're like well no that's exactly What I'm about to do <laughs> I think I said I already did It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. great we're fine <laughs> It, dude, and then you have to go to the mob museum as well because it is creepy as hell. And the lady, um, one of the guides, when I went in, the first thing, of course, me being me, I was like, hi, have there been any ghost it, like adventures lately? Any sort of fun stories that I can hear about? And she's like, oh, funny you should ask. The last week, da 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 And I'm like, oh, bitch, tell me more. So I spent like an hour talking to this poor tour guide who was just trying to do her job, getting the tea on all the ghosts. It was great. Please go oh there. Oh, my God. Oh, that yeah. should totally be on our list, Sid. I think it was. Yes. But I'm I want to see all this stuff about Bugsy Siegel, so. <gasps> yes. It's so good. <laughs> they have that wall from the St. Valentine's massacre, massacre, too. And, like, you can see the bullets. It's crazy. Sydney. Ooh. <laughs> Sid- Ooh. Sydney and I recently were in Chicago and visited the site of the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. (gasps) Oh, my God. You guys travel a lot, it sounds like. Oh, my God. I'm so jealous. Well, it's only, like, a five-hour drive for me. Well, I went to Sydney. She's, like, a seven-hour drive. And then it's, like, what, an hour and a half from you, said too? Yeah. I mean, realistically, it's, like, 45 minutes. But you're, like, 45 minutes away from Chicago when you're in Chicago. So, yeah. Yeah, it takes about an hour and a half. Yeah, we sat in traffic for a while. <laughs> That's so fun. So, so yeah, it sounds like uh, this Dybbuk box will be our next big one. Stay tuned for when that happens, everyone. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you'll see all about it on our social media because I will be dying. <laughs> it sounds bad, but I'm really excited. Not for your death, but just to <laughs> see this chaos. Oh, girl. Yes. <laughs> Well, anything else? else for the possession too? Uh, literally <laughs> featuring possession Sydney and Peyton. <laughs> <laughs>
Was there anything else to add before I let Sydney tell us a joke and a fact? Mm, no, I think that's that's that, man. Okay. Sid, you want to do a fact first? Because I know you love when we have guests and you can do your joke with an audience. I love that <laughs> I can have an audience for my jokes. It's when I thrive. All right. So, my fact. Norway does Taco Fridays. They are listed as number three on the list of top taco-loving countries. But they don't do Taco Tuesdays. Instead, it's Fry Dogs Taco or Friday's <gasps> Taco. Oh, Interesting. That's so fun. So every, every day is a taco day. Somewhere. It's like it's five o'clock somewhere. It's taco Yay! day somewhere. I right? love that. Dude, that's so Same. fun. Big fan. Thank you for educating me with that. Every day is taco day. <laughs> it's going to have to be the next vacation. Yes. <laughs> All right. Hit me with a joke. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so excited. Ugh. Why is it so bad to insult a taco? Why? Because it's not your business? No, I like it, though. (laughs) I like a good rebuttal. Because tacos have fillings, too. (laughs) Stop, that's so fun. (laughs) That was a good one. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. (laughs) Here for a taco time? Yes. Well, before we rattle off where everyone can find us on social media, you want to tell everyone where they can find you? Mm, yes. So we have a website, crimeencryptids.com. Um, our Instagram is crime.and.cryptids. Twitter at crimeencrypted, duh, without the S because I forgot. <laughs> um, and then you can find us on Apple podcast spotify literally anywhere you can find uh podcasts so yeah go listen like rate review yeah yes folks give it a listen i'm a big fan i'm gonna be catching up and binging over the next few days so yeah i'm excited most recent few but they are good (laughs) thank you everyone can find us uh tacos and tequila podcast on facebook just tacos and tequila on Instagram. We do have a website too, tacos and tequila podcast.com. And you should always go and rate and review. I saw that there was a couple people that have been rating and reviewing. You don't have to leave me a comment about what you like, but you could leave five stars. Yeah, we love to see it. It helps us get recognized. So thanks everyone. That was not sarcastic. It kind of probably sounded like that. I'm really sorry. It's just my voice. But thanks for joining us today, Shay. Thank you so yes. much. That was so fun. It was so fun. And everyone, uh, go check them out. Yes. Thank do you. It. Bye. 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 Ha ha ha!